so if you have your Bibles, uh, if you open your Bible to the book of Proverbs, I'm going to go with wisdom this year. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, and I want to look at verse 5, passage that you, uh, you should know by memory. Amen. Uh, very, very popular passage. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lead not on your own understanding. In all your ways, verse 6, acknowledge him and he and he and he will make your past straight. I want to talk about do it right this year. Amen. Amen. Do it right. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Do it right this year. The question today and the question that I've had throughout 2016, a question I've had was, am I doing it right? Am I doing the best that I can for God? Am I doing the things that God wants me to do? But most of all, and one of the things that I was faced with this year was the issue of trust. The question tonight is, can you trust God? I believe that's how you do it right. I believe doing it right means that you have to trust God with everything that you have. The question itself has two possible meanings. Before we attempt to answer, can you trust God? In other words, is he dependable in times of adversity? But the second meaning is even more critical. Can you trust God? And do you have such a relationship with God, amen, and such confidence in him that you believe he is with you in your adversity, in your prosperity, amen, in the good times, in the bad times, and in the in-between times? Do you believe that God has the power, amen, to do what he says he's going to do? And, and if you're going to do it right this year, it, it's going to require that you place your complete trust, not in man, not in your, your, your ability, not in, in your strength, but put your trust totally in God. Do I have anybody? You see, when we fail to trust God, we doubt his sovereignty and we question his goodness. I wish I had somebody. You see, God views our distrust in him, of him, seriously as he views our disobedience in him. And one of the things that most of us struggle with, we struggle to trust a God that we don't see. We struggle to trust a God, amen, that we've been praying to, but yet we get no answers. I wish I had somebody. We fail to trust a God, amen, that, that you keep calling and you keep asking, but yet 
you keep getting the same results over and over and over again. You think something is wrong with you. And sometimes we can think there's something wrong with God. But I thank God for his word. I thank God that, and I want to say this to you, saints, God can be trusted. I'm going to say it one more time. God can be trusted. God has a track record. Amen. When I look back over my life, oh, I wish I had somebody. You know, every year presents its challenges. Every year, we don't know what's coming next. We start off believing and having faith, but it takes you trusting God and believing that he is who he says he is. The Bible, the, the writer in the book of Proverbs, he begins by speaking to his son. And he speaks to his son and he says to his son, he says, my son, do not forget my teachings. You see, what the writer was telling his, what the father was saying to his son, he's saying, son, the one thing you're going to need in this life, you're going to need a word from God. You see, oftentimes we fail to trust God because we're not in his word. Not only are we not in his word, but we rarely show up for teaching. Do I have anybody? Or we forget the teaching. Because when push come to shove, amen, we rather trust ourselves and trust our own abilities rather than trust the word of God. The Bible says, he says, my son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandment. That's verse one. He says, for length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. What the writer was saying is that when you follow God's teachings and when you choose to trust God, God will lengthen your life. He says, the teaching that you get from God will allow you to make wise decisions in life so that you don't choose to go down, watch this, the path that you don't want to go down. Oftentimes we leave the path because we leave the teaching behind. He says when you, when you listen to the word and when you hear the teaching and you don't forget the teaching, he says it will add days and years to your life. I know some of us, some, some people, they, they got their New Year's resolution. They want to add years to their life. So they're going to change their eating habits. And they're going to, they're going to eat right. They're going to exercise. They're going to do the right things. But yet, they're still headed for destruction. I wish I had somebody. See, when you're full of yourself, come on somebody, you become your worst Come on, somebody. You become what? Your worst enemy. But the writer says, the writer says, he says, for length of days and years of life, and watches, and peace. I wish I had somebody. And what? And peace they will add to you. What, what is the writer saying? If you're going to do it right this year, you got to follow God's teaching. Don't forget his teaching. Don't forget the word that you get. Apply the word. Don't just listen to the word, but what? Apply the word to your life. The writer goes on to say, he says in verse, verse 3, he says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. 
You see, what happens in this journey, the Bible, you know, Satan wants to snatch the word from you. Satan wants you and I to walk around this year with a bad attitude. He wants us to not trust God. He wants us to trust in our own self. But when you trust in God, amen, listen, it, it, it is a complete, complete, total dependence on him. Do I have anybody? You see, the one thing about God that we ought to know, amen, not only does God, can God be trusted, but the next thing you need to know about God, God is faithful to his promises. Not only is God faithful to his promises, but here's the other thing. When, whatever God says he's going to do, he does it. You see, he may not do it when you want it, but he'll show up right on time. I wish I had somebody. Anybody ever been there before? That you've been looking and you've been seeking, you've been asking, but yet he shows up right on time. The Bible says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on your table, on the table of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. You know, what the writer is telling his son, he says, son, you don't have to be rude to people. The word of God will change you. The word of God will transform you. Come on, somebody. The word of God will change your life. But watch this. He says that when you take the teaching, you put it around your neck. Amen. You write it on the table of your heart. See, here's the thing. Here's why we fail to trust God. Because when we hear the word, the word goes in one ear and comes out the other. It does not go into our what? Our hearts and tra transforms our living. And so the writer is saying, look what he says. He goes on to tell his son. He says in verse 5, here we go. First thing he says he says, trust. I wish I had somebody. He says, trust. That word trust. That word means to confide in. That word in the Hebrew, the word means to be, to be dependent on. To, to, to cling to. So the first thing I want to tell you, if you're going to do it right this year, you ready for this? Write this down. Cling to them. Hold on to them. No matter how hard it may seem at times, no matter if you don't see God working, you got to remember that God is working while you're sleeping. You got to remember that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or even think. But you got to cling to Him. Sometimes we're holding on to the wrong thing. But the writer says, son, you got the word in your heart. You got the favor of God. You got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. Somebody know what I'm talking about. The God who is faithful will show up every time. Listen, I've seen God do miracles. But you and I have to get to this place where we have to trust God above 
everything because the devil will try to dangle some stuff before you to get you to believe that God cannot be trusted but you got to hold on baby you got to trust and believe you got to cling to God in such a way you got to hold on even when the winds start blowing even when life gets tough you got to say, God, I'm going to trust you with everything I have. When the devil threatens your marriage, when he tries to destroy your children, you got to cling to God in spite of how you feel. Do I have anybody? He says, he says, trust who? He says, trust where? He says, trust in the Lord. That's what he said. He said, don't trust in a who and a what, but trust in the one who's able. Do I have anybody? He says, trust, see, the object of your trust is very important. And oftentimes, what happens is we allow our circumstances, watch this, to cloud our vision, and we forget who we're holding on to. He says, trust in the Lord. Not only must you cling to him, but secondly, you ought to confide in him. He says, trust in the who? In the Lord. The Lord, Yahweh, the Lord, the Lord, Jehovah, the Lord. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. See, if you ever notice in Proverbs, the Proverbs writer always talks about the heart. The Bible says that the heart is desperately wicked. The heart can be very deceiving. But the writer says, if, I, if you're going to do it right this year, not only must you cling to him, not only must you confide in him, but you must find your confidence in him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not, he says, to what? To your own understanding. The idea here is one who is resting one's weight against something to get support. The question I have for you today is, who are you leaning on? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Who are you going to trust in 2017? In 2017, you got to walk in this thing. You got to walk in this year. And you got to say, with everything I have and with everything I got, I'm going to trust God in spite of what I see. You see, without faith, it is impossible to please God. But the writer is telling us something. He says, he says, trust him, he says, with all your heart. See, your heart cannot be divided. It's either he has it or he doesn't. And sometimes when, listen, you will be faced this year with all kinds of stuff. Some of us may face medical issues. Some of us may face financial issues. Some of us may face relational issues. Some of us may face emotional issues. But what we must do, saints, and what God is telling me for 2017 is that we got to do it right this year. We got to do it right. We got to trust him with all our hearts. We have to take back what the devil stole from us, that is our heart. We have to make sure that our heart is pure. 
We have to ask God for the forgiveness of our sins. We have to surrender totally to a God that is able to do it no matter what it looks like. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, to your own discernment, to your own yeah, plans. You see, if you want to be wise in your own eyes, amen, it will lead to destruction. He says in verse 6, he says, in all your ways, do I have somebody? Not only must we cling to him. Not only must we confide in him, not only must we be confident in him, but lastly, we got to call on him. Because I want to tell you something. I know God to be faithful. And even with everything I've been through this year, even with all the ups and downs and in-betweens that I've had this year, I thank God that verse 6 says, in all your ways, I'm saying one more time, in all your ways, acknowledge him. You see, that word acknowledge means to become acquainted with God. How can you call on somebody that you don't know? And in 2017, you are to make it, amen, a resolution. But don't just make a resolution, make a declaration that you're going to make God your everything, that you're going to trust him with every inch and every ounce, amen, of your being, every, every, every fiber in your body. You're going to say, God, I'm going to hold on to your unchanging hands. I wish I had somebody. He says, in all your ways, acknowledge him the word acknowledge also means that you comprehend and understand that God is the only one that can bring you through amen 2017 he says in all your ways acknowledge him and watch what he says and it says and he will turn to your neighbor and said he will now whatever you want to put there you can he will bring you through. He will make a way out of no way. He will lift you up. He will pick you up, turn you around, place your feet on a solid ground. He is that kind of God, and he can be trusted. The text says, and he will make your path. Can I ask you something? What path are you going to take this year? What path are you going to take this year? Are you going to take the path that leads to destruction? That's the wide road. But you see, this way, the narrow road, you know what the narrow road is all about? You got to watch your step every step of the way. See, the wide road looks like Vegas. The narrow road looks like, man, I don't know if I want to really go down there. But the only way you're going to find out what's on the other side of that is if you have total trust in God. May I say this to you? I don't know why this word trust is burning in my spirit. God is asking us, church, 
to trust him. Stop worrying. Stop being consumed by worry, by doubt, by indecisions, and trust him with all your heart. He says he will make your path straight. But look at verse 7. He says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Watch this. Fear the Lord. Fear the Lord. Reverence the Lord. See, if you're going to do it right this year, you got to acknowledge God. You have to, watch this, you have to reverence God. See, we say it on special days, but do we mean it when we leave here? God is asking this year from you and I for total trust. We're going to do it right this year. How are we going to do it? We're going to do it by trusting him with everything we have. Watch this. He says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from what? From evil. You know what, that, you know what the writer is saying here? He says, shun the very presence of evil. Turn from evil. If you see evil, go the other way. Don't be attracted to evil. Verse 8, verse 8 says, and it will be healing. Somebody here needs some healing. You see, sin has a way of making you sick. Evil has a way of bringing you to destruction. He says, it will be healing to your body and refreshment to your bones. In other words, when you, when you trust God and you turn away from evil and you walk the path that he has for you in 2017, he says all those things that were happening to you physically, amen, he's going to heal you. And healing can come on the way, you know, the leper, Amen. When he was walking away, he walked away. He's like, what happened to me? Listen, God could heal. But I want to tell you something. If you walk the path and trust God this year, he will heal your body. He will heal your soul. And that's the most important thing. You see, when we fail to trust him, then we're no different, amen, than, than the evil that's out there. I just went outside. I heard, I heard ambulance and fire trucks and police cars. And I said, Lord, thank you for your house. Thank you for the path that I'm on. But if I'm going to do it right this year, I have to start with trust. As I close, the question is, will you trust him this year?